M's Tom and Ollie can be naughty boys with naughty questions. That's why the following content is rated naughty. Buckle up, kids. All ears proceed past this point at their own risk. See, kids, what time is it? She said nine o'clock. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's Naughty After Nine. Hey, Ollie, coming up in half an hour's time. In the past, you may have heard me say things like the salad on a plate at your steak and parmanite is as important as the chips and the meat. And things yeah, like yeah. Um, every man in Australia is using sea salt spray in their hair. Well, You say a lot of dumb claims. Yeah, they kind of come all in, come under the banner of this. Tom Bainbridge, Truth Bomber. <laughs> you call them truth bombs, do you? And Ollie, I've got a brand new truth bomb, bomb damn it, to, br- to bring you. <laughs> Good on you, mate. Um, <laughs> After 9.30. Anyway, looking forward to your truth bombs, Tom. But uh, if you're a parent, yeah. then right now we have, a, I want to say a resource for you. Yeah. Resource isn't a sexy word, but mm. uh, for Nuri After 9, we actually have a guest in who knows a lot about the world of sexting and the dramas that teenagers face mm. when it comes to navigating the online world and dating and, and being sexy and all that stuff. It's a, it's a hard thing to do. We'll get Ro Murray in up next to tell us all about this world. You were Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Akadaka rocks greatest hits here on Triple M with Tom and Ollie, and we have questions. Sometimes after 9 o'clock, though, I have to do this. A Tom and Ollie content warning. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's oh. Naughty After 9. Tonight's Naughty After Nine is less titillating and more educational, Tom. Yes. Uh, if you're a parent or if you ha- have a young teen in your life, then uh, now is the time to be with us. Because oh, yes. We are joined by Ro Murray, who is an author. Uh, you've done you've done lecturing at university. You've done TV and radio. But, Ro, you've written a book that's called For Fox's Sake, Everything a Fox Needs to Know About Sex. Foxes being... Gorgeous girls. Gorgeous girls. Gorgeous girls. <laughs> and particularly course. young girls, teenagers and tweens even. Yes. What's a tween exactly? <laughs> tween is sort of a preteen, so sort of 10, 11, 12, before yep. they kick right into being proper teens at 13. Now, right. this book covers a lot of stuff. Before we name some chapters, I mean, I know, let, let's name some oh, chapters, Tom, because you were... It's incredible. Uh, have a sex fairy godmother. Uh, you've got things like here, like meet your genitals, uh, STIs and oral sex. Then we go into things like squirting, a fap and a nut, uh, opportuni- opportunists. Body uh, changes, your V zone. So, so what inspired you to sex write injuries? this? Sex injuries? Oh, this, <laughs> this amazing, book. amazing. Right? What, what made you go, this needs to happen? Well, for a really long time, I had a job um, basically... Let's be really honest. I'm looking after an online sex toy store and um, answering questions every single night about the products. And what came out of the woodwork, particularly for women, and I certainly found with middle-aged women who were perhaps, their first marriage was a goner. They were perhaps in their 50s and, you know, looking to get on with their lives. They had dreadful sex education. It had impacted their whole lives really negatively. And they were like, well, now what I do, it's all Tinder and stuff. And I've only ever been with one person. When I started doing the research, I I it was obvious that the sex ed was really bad, you know, in the 60s and 70s and stuff. It's pretty hit and miss now. And um, the good old internet, if someone goes online and they're like, yeah, I want to look up a thing, they're just as likely to end up on, you know, Pornhub or something as they are to find an educational resource. Well, Um, I think this is the big issue, isn't it? And this is the one that parents around the world at the moment are going, what the hell do I do with Mm -hmm. a teenager and the internet? Yep. 
Um, so this book kind of goes into how we should be operating online and to deal with issues like sexting and that kind of thing. Yeah, it does. And it's definitely designed to help both parents and kids because it's, it's a real two way thing. Um, teenagers, it's hard to tell them to do anything, you know, mm. and we all know that saying no usually has the opposite effect. So yeah. it's all, um, designed to actually open the lines of communication between parents and their teenagers and make these conversations easier. By the way, one triple three five three. we want you to join the conversation tonight. Maybe you're a parent with uh, a teenager that's that you might have had some things involved with sexting and that kind of thing. Give us a call, one triple three five three. You might have a question for Ro. Uh, we do have five copies of the book to give away as well. So give us a call, one triple three five three. What's a common problem that parents come to you with uh, around this area? Um, I actually think that the sexting thing is the biggest concern for parents. They're really worried that um, photos of their kids are going to make it out into the big bad world and it'll mm. affect their employment, but it's also, you know, at risk of adding to bullying and cyberbullying and that kind of thing. And there's a lot of concerns around cyber security and safety um, mm. where it's not that difficult to figure out where someone goes to school or even where they live just by what they're doing on social media. Yeah, and is. parents are finding that really tough to deal with because their teenagers are usually much more computer savvy than their parents are yes. and can always find yeah. ways to get around things. So what's the answer to that? You, I mean, you can't just say don't sect. So, so what kind of things do you do and say? Um, the main thing is to, to actually keep the lines of conversation open and try not to go in absolutes and just say, no, 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 don't do it. Yep. Um, a lot of the sexting, like there's definitely consensual sexting that goes on and that's just life that's going to happen, whether it's photos or cheeky texts, but, um, it's when people are being bullied and kids need to, um, feel that they can talk to their parents if they are being coerced into sending, you know, nude photos and that kind of thing. And that's where parents can add the most value by not judging them. Yep. and by actually helping them along with it rather than being a bit, you know, no, no, no. About That's a great it. first tip, isn't it? Yeah. Just not, not judging is a good way to be open about it. Let's get more in depth about this next. But one triple three five three. if you've had an experience with a teen that's been uh, sexting or if you have some issues maybe that you want to run through with Ro Murray, we've got her in here. She's the author of For Fox's Sake, Everything a Fox Needs to Know About Sex. We've got five copies to give away. one triple three five three. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions, and after nine o'clock, sometimes I have to do this. A Tom and Ollie content warning. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's oh. naughty after nine. We're chatting with Ro Murray, who's written an awesome book called For Fox's Sake, which I've just worked out the double meaning there. But uh, uh, Ro, it's everything a fox needs to know about sex. It's for teenagers, particularly girls, uh, this novel is, but you've got a boy one coming out as well. Called All Foxed Up, which I'm very excited about. Yes. Yes. So we're just in the, I'm just in the finishing stages of All Foxed Up. Great. So that'll be out later this year. So yeah. any parent with a kid who is a teenager of anything from 10 to 18, Tell you what, this book is great. Oh. Tom and I are going through it right now. It's so Pulling good. out any random page, there's just so much. You're covering off every facet of you know a teen sexual life. We have five copies to give away. You can give us a call on one triple three five three if you do. Maybe have a daughter who yep. would who would like this book. But let's go to Simon first on one triple three five three. Simon, you've got a bit of a warning story for parents about your son's sexting. Oh, I sure do. Hi, Tommy Rowe. How are you? Hi, Simon. Yeah, my son, he's 12 years old, and last year an incident happened on the weekend where he, there was kind of a conversation happening, a texting conversation, and he was sort of asked to send a picture. Right. And so he, he did. He sent a picture of, obviously, his personal bits. Yeah. And um, it came to the point where he got, um, 
suspended from school because it was brought to attention of the, of the school. Yeah, wow. Mm. It's these types of things, isn't it, Ro, yeah. that that um, that can happen, isn't it, now? That you, you can send a, a picture of your privates and all of a sudden you're being suspended from school. Yeah. What, yeah. what are you supposed to do as a parent in this situation? Uh, look, Simon, I really empathise with you because it's a really, really tough one and um, particularly for it to impact a school like that um, is a really, really tough one and it just goes to show that there's no age limit to having mm. the conversations just with a, your kids a, a about sexting. a bad move from the school. I mean, why is the school suspending the kid for, for doing that? That's not illegal. Mm. Not helpful either. But no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're going to go to Robert. Before we go to Robert, I just want to pull out a page here that's got uh, the consent ages f- across different states, which is quite fascinating. Yeah. Uh, Victoria and South Australia uh, are pretty uniform in saying that 16 years old is the age of consent for male and female sex, male-male sex, and female-female sex. But in NSW, it's quite strange. Male-to-female sex, the age is 16. The, uh, the consent age for male-to-male sex is 18 years old, mm. which is strange. And then female-to-female sex, no laws. So <laughs> Have at it. It's the same in, <laughs> in, in, in Northern Territory, ACT. They, don't, they either don't want to go there and talk about it, <laughs> or they just they don't care. It's this type of information you can get in for Fox's sake uh, by Ro Murray, uh, 13353. If you want to join the conversation about maybe some teenage sex, if you're, a, if you're a, a parent that's got some issues with your teenager, Robert, you've got three girls. What's your issues with all... All this type of sexuality thing happening. How are we, guys? Hi, Ro. Hi, Robert. Um, my problem is that I'm uh, I've split up with my ex, and I have my girls three uh, for thirty six hours in a fortnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's tough. Um, my oldest has just hit thirteen, and it's one thing that does scare me having three daughters. Mm-hmm. Um, is I don't actually know how to approach them in regards to talking about sex. Yeah. Um, it's something that I've always thought that should come from mum, mm-hmm. but being in the situation that I'm in, I, I, I guess I need to be able to, uh, to, to be able to broach the subject as well. Yeah. Uh, because it come up last fortnight where my partner had to teach in regards to tampons cause she wanted to swim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this can be um, really just, this can be really tough, Robert. I mean, um, Ro, how can Robert like build a relationship to discuss sex with his daughters? Yeah, look, the the best way to go about it is to um, do it in little doses. You don't need to sit down and have one huge chat because mm. that's all a bit much for everyone. Yeah. Um, but if you just continue during those um, visits that you have to just keep it short and calm and non-invasive and just let them know that you're actually there and you're happy to talk to them about stuff. That's a non-confrontational way. It's almost like allowing them to come to you and knowing that they can do that, which is really important. You might find that um, buying, and I'm certainly not you know, going the old sales pitch for my book, but <laughs> buying a book and just yeah, totally. quietly popping it on the bedside table to say, hey, you don't have to talk to me about this if you don't want to, but it's there. And if you do want to ask, you can. Mm. Um, and one of the things that I think is really important, it's sort of the, you know, a bit of a thing I stand by is to find them a bit of a sex fairy godmother or two. It doesn't always have to be the direct parent no, providing that advice. It's easier if it's not. If yeah. you've got, you know, if they've got an auntie or a cousin or someone who's switched on um, and a, is happy to take on that role, that can be a little less confronting for the for the teenagers as well. That's so great. Uh, Robert, we'll also give you a copy of For Fox's Sake as well, so that might help. And thank you so much for sharing. Mick, you've got a 16-year-old daughter. Uh, is it hard bringing up topics of sex with her? Oh, yeah, it is. Hang on. 
Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yep, you there, yeah, Mick? Yep, yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm here. Sorry, I was, I'm, in, I'm in the truck. Uh, look, I'm a, a night shift truck driver, mm-hmm. and my wife works long hours as well. And we, we've got four kids. Um, my my two oldest are in their 20s, and the third one, she's 25. So the, the boys were really, really easy to bring up and never had any issues apart from finding penthouse magazines and things like that. So sure. that was... <laughs> That was easy to talk to them about that. But when it comes to a girl, like over the last couple of years, um, we, we found it really, really hard with her because she she's so different to the others and she shuts us down all the time. So it's about opening up that conversation, isn't it? How, is, how do you open it up? I suppose it's... Did you hear, Mick, it's did, did you hear Rose answer about finding a fairy godmother, a different person yeah, outside? Yeah, uh, well, we've tried that before. But um, she's been going to a psychologist about uh, the issues and sometimes we think it might be stuff at school or, or um, boys that she's been seeing and things like that and um, that she's been hurt by boys. And, and so we've tried to talk to her like that. And, you know, like the previous caller with the, uh, about the three girls, look, I understand how hard it is and it's not easy, man. Yeah, it must yeah. be it must be super tough, Mick. I mean, th- these are some really full on issues that you're dealing with as a parent. Before and we had Rob's daughter was um, about th- uh, twelve or thirteen, um, but Mix is sixteen. Row is that yeah. at that age? You, would you hoping to have a more open dialogue? Do you think? Um, actually, it can be quite the opposite. That's right. that's an age where um, teenagers are really you know learning and asserting their privacy. So um, that's often a really big part of it. And you know, Mick, you mentioned before that she's really different to your other kids, and that could just be her personality as well. Mm. Some people are more private, internalised people, and I think it's really awesome that. Um, you know, she's got some outside formal support by mm. way of a psychiatrist or what have you, because mm. she does have that outlet. And I, I think the best thing is to not push her too hard. Just mm. keep it, keep it a little bit light. It sounds like you guys are doing everything you can mm. and yeah. just keep, keep talking to her. Let her know that, um, the door's open if she needs it and just let her go about it a little bit because it'd be brilliant if she can come to you guys and not the other way around. Well so. done, Mick. We'll send you a copy of For Fox's Sake, which everyone should go out and get. If you've got a teenage daughter, it's everything a Fox needs to know about sex by Roe Murray and look out for all foxed up the boy version or the male version of this as well. Thank uh, you so much Roe. Thank Ro. you so much Roe. So Thanks good. for having me. So great. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. In 2019, Tom and Ollie have donned uniforms. You didn't say the phrase arseless chaps, but you definitely communicated that's what you wanted. Triple M. Oh, Ollie, uh, I, I only speak the truth, mate. I only speak the truth. I would never lie to you. You only speak the truth and you, you know? occasionally fumble over words. No, that's not true. That's not true. Uh, I only speak the truth. And sometimes these truths are so large <laughs> that they turn into uh, something bigger. Sure, mate. What do you want from the audience here? Here's what I want from the audience. On one triple three five three, if you love chips, I need you to give me a call. Now, the reason doesn't matter. <laughs> I just want you to give me a call. One triple three five three. If you love chips, give me a call. I've got a copy of the action thriller Bad Times at the El Royale, starring Chris Hemsworth, out this week on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital. Bloody great film. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so if you love chips you and love you chips. call one triple three five three, it's yours. Bit of a chip chat. Chip chat. Chip chat. It's gonna be a truth bomb, huh? Chip chat chat. Up next a truth bomb about chips. Truth bomb, you say? <laughs> yeah. What's up next with Triple M's Tom and Ollie? We have questions. 
Oh, it's Imagine Dragons, radioactive. You with Triple M's Tom and Ollie, where you have questions. And sometimes I just throw out some truth bombs, I'll Sometimes I say things like, on a plate at a steak and palmer night, the salad is as important as the chips and the meat. Which I'll, is stupid. Tom. I also say it's things. It's a crazy claim. I, no, it's, it's We true don't though. need your backstory it's about things though. you say. I don't care about things you said. Every single man in Australia has sea salt spray in their hair. Well, if you give a back catalogue of dumb things you've said, yeah. it just makes the, the next thing sound dumb. Yeah, it's fine. It, look, I, I, it's, it, tonight I'm going to bring you a new truth bomb. Tom Bainbridge. Truth bomber. Ollie, have you heard about KFC testing Cheetos sandwiches? <laughs> Let me tell you about this, buddy, because I've got a, I've got a truth bomb to throw at you. What's the time? 9.45. Mate, listen up. <laughs> There's a sandwich, there's a burger that KFC is testing, right? It involves a fried chicken patty, mayo, a special Cheetos sauce, and a handful of crunchy Cheetos on a toasted bun. Truth bomb? No, that's not the truth. Oh, no, okay. I'm running it. Shut up. You're, a, you're like a listener. So this is what happens, right? This is what I I'm think, like and this is a truth bomb. Oh. I'm bringing it to you, Ollie. A sandwich ain't a sandwich, bro, unless you have chips in it. You've been truth bombed! Ouch! Ah, the fuck! It's getting me! Sandwiches in a sandwich without chips. <laughs> Paul, you're a chip lover. You've given us a call. I am! Yep. What do you think I'm about also... sandwiches with chips in it? Uh, you can't have a sandwich without chips. Do, do, you, do you agree so with you agree. that stupid it's a truth statement? bomb, isn't it? It is, but no, you've got to, mate, if they're on the side or on the sandwich, it doesn't matter. A crisp or a hot chip is yeah. good on a sandwich. Yeah. Paul, you're getting a copy of Bad Times at the El Royale, mate. Well what? done, Melissa. What is this shit show? You're a salt and vinegar lover. I've given you the truth bomb. Sandwiches aren't sandwiches without chips. Agree, Melissa? That's correct. Yes. I'm sorry. Have we lined up people to agree that chip... Mate, I just asked for chip lovers. Uh, Melissa, you also get a copy of the DVD. Well done. Sharon... You love light and tangy. Yes, you do. And <laughs> I do. <laughs> how about chips in sandwiches, mate? Oh, can't, can't get past them, mate. Can't Especially get past them. Bit of Vegemite. Mate, you're getting a copy of the DVD as well. Bad <laughs> times at the El Royale. James, uh, no. you're a barbecue flavour lover. Mate, yeah, mate. Chips and sandwiches, bro. Gotta love the cheese, Vegemite, barbecue, chip sangers. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I'm told you. Did we do a blind call out? We didn't bias this by saying, do you love chip sandwiches? I didn't know. I just said, do you love chips? And James, you got yourself a DVD, mate. Well done. Can I just check with our producers? Producer Tom, these are authentic callers who are all agreeing that chips should be in sandwiches. None of these people are actors. (laughs) (laughs) They're not paid actors. Lisa, you're a salt and vinegar lover. You've heard about this new Cheeto sandwich coming out in the States. Are you excited? Do you love a chip sandwich? Drum roll. Come on, give me a drum roll. Uh, Do uh, I or don't I? She must be a paid actor. She's not a paid actor. Yep. I can't say it's my favourite thing in the world. <laughs> Suck on that, Tom. Not everyone wants chips <laughs> in I their sandwiches. I'm not a vinegar one if I have to have one. <laughs> oh, Lisa, you don't get the DVD, mate. Tom Bainbridge. Truth Bomber. I don't know what that was. What was that segment? You, what do you mean? You just gave DVDs to people who agree with you that chips should be in sandwiches. It's a truth bomb. You would Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Rock's greatest hits. Triple M. Tom and Ollie, we have questions. Uh, as our cleaner <laughs> comes into the studio with cleaner. the vacuum cleaner. Burst in with the uh, vacuum. Got on your cab. Very good stuff. Thanks, Kev. Um, 
Tom, uh, you just did an, uh, a strange thing before. Yeah, do you want to hear the intro again? You, no, Tom the Truth Bomber. Yeah, play a bit. Come on. Yes. Tom Bainbridge, Truth Bomber. Because I only tell the truth, bro. But first of all, I'm baffled at the results of what just happened yep. about chips. So yep. what I want, before I explain what's happened, if you missed it, don't worry. I just need one person on one triple three five three, one final arbiter yeah. to call up and help decide for once and for all okay. about this chips in sandwiches situation. Well, you don't need to decide so, anything because as I said, as my truth bomb said, sandwiches aren't sandwiches if they don't have chips in them. Yeah, which I think is a strange theory to have. It's uh, just it's just wrong. So one person true. to call up because what we heard before was yeah. when you said this thing, we got people to call up and they mm. responded. Mm. Four out of five people actually said, yeah, chips and sandwiches. Five gen- out of six. <laughs> right, I believe it was four out of five, Tom, uh, which I'm baffled at. I think you paid them or they either just agreed nope. to get a DVD. That's no. what I think. Not because here's why I'm questioning your theory and, mm. the, and your numbers. Mm. I went around the office today. Oh. I asked a number of our colleagues mm. whether they thought chips in sandwiches was a thing. Mm. And the numbers I got were very different. Take a listen. My co-host Tom believes that uh, people are, should be eating or are eating sandwiches with chips in them. What are your thoughts on sandwiches with no. chips? No. no. Hot chips or cold chips? Cold chips, crisps. Crisps? In a very sandwich. Very English of you. Yeah. Do you rate it? With butter? I think so. Definitely. Okay. I have seen it done. You've seen it done, but... Yeah. No. It's a no from me. Yeah, I could do that. You like could, a, like you, an original. Yeah, yeah, Chris, yeah. You could do it. Have you done it? I've done it. Would you do it again and again? <laughs> not again and again. No. And again and again <laughs> and again. <laughs> a once-off. Okay. Yeah. Like not about it. Like potato chips? Yeah, but like crisps, like dry crisps. No. No. Hot chips. Hot or chips. a potato cake with Vegemite in it. Oh. That's what I used to have in primary school. Really? In a sandwich? Yeah, that. that was good. Not also not <laughs> couple of no's over here. Uh, I'm all about it as long as you're putting butter and tomato sauce on it and you've got to be careful with your kind of chip. You're only really going to go for a plain or a chicken flavoured, anything beyond that. Maybe a, wow. a, a tangy yes. is off, off the board. You've thought about it? I've thought about it. Only white bread as well. No wholemeal. James Blake, James assistant Blake. to the producer of uh, Kennedy Malloy, the best yep. drive show in the country. Yep. Speaking the truth there, the truth bomb. <laughs> well, what you heard you go there, Smith's original what you heard sandwich, there, Ellie. Tom, interestingly, was four out of five... Again, that same fraction saying no. So you had four out of five saying yes. I've got four out of five saying no to chips and sandwiches. Yeah. We need one final decider. Lindsay, I want you to three. fellas. G'day, mate. How it's are a waste you? waste of time. Mate, look, there's only one answer to this. Now, when I was a kid, yeah. we used to love getting the bread roll and whacking the twisties oh, in it. So it's got to be a yes. Yes. And, and, and the thing is, if you, if you wanted to go all out exotic and something real nice, yeah. it would be your Sandboy barbecue shake oh, in a sandwich. You can't beat it. You're speaking the truth bomb here, Lindsay. You it's know so what? good. You add cheese to it, and it's just a... Ah, it's bellissimo. Amy, you got a similar thought, do you? Yes, I do. Yeah. I think that's... What, what flavour? Salt and vinegar or chicken? Oh, man, you speak my sure. language. Okay, look, guys, let's... This look, is so good. Look, here's my final point. Yeah. Let's hear from Bernard. Oh, Bernard. you're getting chips on your face. <laughs> <laughs> you mean egg? Yeah. 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 Bernard, what do you think? Uh, definitely. Yeah, yep. definitely. Chip sandwich with okay. nasty cheese. Can the I best chip sandwich no, yeah. is Walker's cheese and onion. Yeah. They're English, yep. and that ashames me. Yep. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll settle for Smith as we have to. But can we all agree, chips in a sandwich, it's a novelty Ollie, thing. shut up, mate. It's a novel thing, novelty you do once. It's so good. You're, you're never going to regularly have a chip sandwich. I'm making you a chip sandwich on Monday night.
you're, your mind's going to be yeah. blown. As a novelty, and I'll never do no, it again. No, you will do it regularly from here on out. How I often are you, you doing this? Oh, once every couple of years or something. <laughs> we'll see you on Monday. <laughs> that was Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Catch up on the show by downloading the Triple M app. And if you like it, share it with your mates. For more Tom and Ollie, hit the boys up on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Tom and Ollie.